Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm on cool. Me too. You're doing great. Yeah. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Is it my advice to you? And I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. Grab life big. All right, Go Bros. We are deep in the Go Bro room today with Mr. Ryan Hughes. Ryan, what's up, buddy? Welcome to the Go Bro room. What's up, my brother? Happy to be Go Broing. Hey, uh, why don't you give everybody your little bio there, Ryan, so they could kind of get to know you better, like the day you were born up until today, all the little important things in between, uh, you know, three to five minutes. Alrighty, I'll give you some background. So I was luckily born into an entrepreneur family, which put me, I think, uh, ahead of so many people. And that family uh, extremely believed in me. They called me the golden boy. Good old grandpa said I was going to be president all the time. So that definitely embedded in me uh, the idea that I could do whatever the hell I want in life. Uh, didn't make me so good at school, that's for sure, because I felt like I didn't need it because I was better than it. I wish I could redo that. But at a real young age, started my own businesses. I started flipping cars and started a wholesale dealership when I was 16. Became a manager of a valet franchisee thing and started managing people under valet and whatever I could do to get my hands on some money. That was Those were obviously some good lessons. That transferred to me uh, before I got out of college. My brother graduated as being a lawyer and didn't, at the time, didn't have much business sense. And he's a little bit of a, he's brilliant, but he's a softie. So we partnered and had a law firm. Luckily, this was in 2008 and the crash of the economy happened and we decided to get into bankruptcy. So guns blazed and we grew as fast as we could. We became top two bankruptcy firms in NorCal and obviously in Sacramento here we were getting destroyed. So we had plenty of clients waiting out the door made a small fortune for ourselves to get things rolling, bought a badass house on the river, bought boats, bought cars, did a lot of the stupid stuff people do when they, right when they get their first taste of money. That lasted, that was a good seven, about seven year run. I was working 12 hours a day, six days a week, trying to gobble up as much of that money as I possibly could. And then I completely got burnt out, one, because the money was slowing down, and two, enough was enough. So I went on a little bit of a personal development journey, realizing the money was cool but wasn't really making me that happy. And after a pretty cool seminar in Puerto Vallarta, I decided to move there. So I came home and said, announced to the family that I'd be moving to Puerto Vallarta for six months. I promoted two of my managers to super managers and they took care of the office. I took off and I played in, played in Puerto Vallarta for six months, reading books, sipping margaritas and having a good time, which was great. I thought I was actually going to travel the world forever. Financially, I could have, I could have done that. 
due to real estate investments and such. But I got kind of bored and realized I was meant to do some some bigger things, ideally. So came home. Um, I had an insurance company also that I started with a friend. It started to take off. I saw the opportunity, became a manager of that insurance firm. Since then, we doubled. Last or yesterday, I got notification that we made Sacramento's top 50 fastest growing companies, which is not a huge deal because Sacramento is pretty small, but still pretty cool to see our revenues W's doubled and uh, getting recognized for it. Insurance is awesome. Uh, I've, we figured out a few things in the insurance game that's gonna that is allowing us to crush it, and we're just getting started. It's infinitely scalable, and probably be a company that I always have. But I just recently stumbled upon the opportunity that's in my absolute passion, which has got me stoked out of my mind and has the ability to make more money than anything that I'm doing. It's definitely got billion-dollar potential. Uh, but the thing is, I'm not even doing it for money. I would do it for free. So it's, it's a real blast. And that new company of mine is called Fast Health, which I think is sexy and fun. I, uh, so that's business. Quick personal, the only thing that really matters is I met the woman of my dreams last year. Most of the GoBros know because I spread our love around, the, around to everyone to see. Uh, I'm getting married to that lovely lady uh, here in one month in Lake Tahoe. I've also decided, with her, and she's willing to do this, which is amazing, you know, I've got some money in the bank and I could buy a big house and go big, but what I, we've decided to do is choose a little bit of a minimalist lifestyle. We are moving into one of my rentals. We are keeping life simple and it's going to allow us to travel the world next year for six months. I'm going to film a documentary while traveling. It's going to allow us to be free and it's going to allow me to make bigger risks in business, which is what I, what I enjoy. So simple life, but also big life. So pretty excited right now. It's probably the best time in my entire life is uh, is today, and I could tell you a little bit more about that about that later. Wow, that that that's great, dude. I love it. Simple life, big life. Wow, we could go far with that. That's that's really cool, man. Well, well, it, it, this is good stuff. So, a couple of questions here. Of course, now, do you still own the law firm? Sold the law firm January one of this year, so it is out of my hair. So, what you sold it to your brother? Sold it to one of the attorneys that was working for us. So he's now just paying us kind of a residual out of it, but he's he's taking the so run. He, like, he pays you like referral fees off the top or something? It was a purchase. So like we have tons of accounts receivable, so we own those. And then he pays us like, I think it's like $1,000 a month or something. It's pretty small. We wanted to get rid of it. It was holding us back. Oh, is that right? So, he, so the accounts receivables would be like what? Bunch of clients owed us money, and so he's oh, he's I collecting see. that and paying. It's like two hundred fifty grand. He's just going to pay us as he collects it. As he collects it, okay. So yeah. Yeah, that was work you already did. You already billed for, and then he just pays you a grand a month just to, and you were done with it. And then insurance, you love insurance, and like, what type of insurance are you in? Group health and workers' compensation, which are the money makers, really. And you sell to who? Large businesses, uh, blue collar. Preferably because they have higher higher insurance rates, and there's more that we could do to help them. So, yeah, it's in primarily California. California's got a really messy insurance market, so there's a lot of cleaning up to do. So that's where we come in. And what's the name of your insurance company? Three Sixty Risk Partners. Okay, and uh, is that your business, or you have partners, or what's the deal? I've got one partner, buddy from growing up. He was sick and tired of working for. 
insurance companies and just kind of getting beat up and not paid enough. And I said, what's, what's your biggest deal? He said, I closed the deal. It was 50 grand. And I said, Oh, I like 50 grand. We started a business. So not a lot of thought put into it. Just want to help out a friend. Uh, but he worked his ass off and now it's working out. Then how much do you own? 50%. Oh, awesome. Okay. And uh, are you, and, and you're involved in that or is he running it? He's, he's the main guy. Um, I probably part, I probably half time. So I've recruited a sales team. I do operations. I don't do a ton of sales myself. Um, I don't like to get in the weeds. So I'm on biz op stuff right now, probably 50% of the time. That's awesome. All right, let's get down to some nitty gritty and we will come back to fast health in a minute, but all right, so let's get down to some nitty gritty on your one sheet. What is your net worth? 5 million. Okay. And what percentager are you? That's so my biggest thing that's lacking, which is also might be a, a one sheeter question that you might ask me, is really dialing in my finances. I currently have uh, 13 entities, uh, four businesses, many, many properties, a lot of which I'm partners with my brother. So the money is constantly flowing in such a weird way. You know, like I, I have a development deal that I've got 2.4 million in right now, cash. So it's like, I don't Okay, live, wait a minute. Uh, so you have two. So your net worth is $5 million and 50% of it's in one development deal? Oh, sorry, deal? sorry, sorry, sorry. 1.4 million cash. Half. I was thinking two because I own half of it with my brother. So it's just 1.4 million cash. It's me and my brother, 50 50. So it's only like right now, it's about, it's about 850 of mine. I've got a little extra in it. You still got 20% of your net worth in one deal. You, you, you know, that's a pretty big, you're a pretty big risk taker. I mean, that's yeah, absolutely. A, in a development deal on top of that, you feel good about it? I feel great about it. Yeah. Right, I love, I love the deal. All right. Good. What is, is it's it? Commercial? A, it's a, it's a, it's literally a five X deal. Like, is it a commercial deal or it's land? So I'm, uh, about, about 400 acres Jeez, and I'm, and I'm permitting it, uh, as a greenstone rock quarry. So right now the property is worth about 2 million. So I already had equity coming in. And if I get it permitted, it'll literally be worth 10 million. So I will, I'll five X. So you're just, you're like going through legal processes to try to get it permitted to rent it or sell it to a quarry. Yeah, that's right. We're we're going to sell it to an operator that really knows what they're doing. One of the larger national construction companies, probably. And you've already been talking to them. Yeah, they're very interested. All right, cool. That's exciting. All right, so you'll get three point five out of that if you do it right, right? Yeah, that's a game changer. Yeah. And how right. long? How long? Is, what do you think the process is on that? I've been in it a year. That's just because I don't know what I'm doing really, so it's been a little slow. <laughs> um, Everything always like takes longer than you think in life, you know. Oh my gosh! At least double. Yeah. So uh, we probably, my team uh, says six months we'll be ready to, to sell it. That's that's pretty quick. That's still good. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, that's great. Okay, all right. So back to the nitty gritty. You are so the bottom line is, okay. So you know, land is not hor- land is not horizontal because it doesn't produce income, right? So once it once it produces you know, three and a half million dollars, then you'll be able to count that as horizontal income. But today you can't count it as horizontal because because it's actually a liability because you're paying interest on this piece of dirt, right? So you don't yeah. count that. So that wipes out, you know, that percentage of your portfolio of the other, of the other, say four million bucks. Like how, how much are you, what are you getting out of that a year? 
what what horizontal income is coming off of that a year or is it is it is it nothing are you losing so I, i own a lot of the land too and a couple different towns i would say my cash flow from real estate alone is 20 20 15 let's call it 15 grand a month because there's always some dim, dumbass repair because a lot of these properties are old. So let's call it fifty. So you're, net, you're netting, you're netting a buck eighty, right? Off of let's say, let's say you're netting two hundred off a of four million in equity, right? Yeah, so yeah. you're getting five percent return on your investments. Yeah, I'm about five percent, which is which is a big problem. I recently posted in, in the. Uh, California market's crazy. SAC market is the, one of the one of the hotter markets. So I'm looking to sell in the next about ten months because I might do some uh, next spring. I'm looking to sell about five different properties and move that money into an up and coming different state. We're just like I've got a four hundred thousand. I've got three four hundred thousand dollar properties almost owned outright. There's some leverage, and they bring in uh, around fifteen hundred in, in income. Those three. So those are gone. See you later. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you have a condo, right? Didn't you put that I, on there? Was that somebody else? One of them. No, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. I've I got dumped an that. Eight, yeah. I've got an Aplex and a, a condo. The condo is actually the one that I'm moving into. Oh, it is. So okay. okay. I'm gonna move there into that one. That, that's yeah. Simple. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's see. Let's, let's dig into your health a little bit there. How much you weighing now? I today weigh 186 and i have lost 13 pounds oh yeah <laughs> i've lost and how 13, many days i lost 13 pounds in 11 days so okay so let's talk about this so you're doing this tell everybody what you're doing so i'm on this my seventh day of what we call pure fast which is drinking only water i haven't had a single calorie for seven days um, and I have six other people that are doing it with me, my business partner, my insurance company, my office manager, my insurance company, my mother, two other business affiliates, and two friends. I think that's the total. Yeah, six. So all seven of us, seven days, no food. And and how is it? Amazing. Amazing. I have so much energy. I, I forcefully sleep less just because I'm so jacked up on energy. My business partner is dancing around the office all the time like a crazy person. He's actually extend. He's got dad body, just got a kid, so he put on about twenty five pounds, and uh, he is going to extend the fast to twenty one days to, until he gets down to ten percent body fat and gets shredded. Shredded. I'm already pretty lean, so I'm probably down to twelve percent body fat ish. So I'm not going to fast any any longer. Now, seven now, days now some would say you know that's dangerous. What? How would you respond to that? You don't know shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, man. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So why? Why? Tell tell us why. Like if someone were to say that to you, would take that attitude. Yeah. I I would have said the same. I can relate because I would have said the same thing two months ago. I would have said absolutely not. I mean, I'm, I usually am 200 pounds. I hold a pretty heavy amount of muscle. I'm I'm into weightlifting, and losing muscle is like this biggest fear of mine. Because uh, that's hard to get, right? So I would have said, I would have said, absolutely crazy, hell no. But what happened was, uh, I went. I've been a, on a bodybuilder diet for a long time, which actually is really unhealthy for you. I now know. What's a butter, switched, define that. 
bodybuilder diet is high protein, high carb, low fat. So there's no, they, they don't want to eat fat because they think fat is fattening and it doesn't help their muscles, which both of those statements are incorrect. But so I was on that diet for years because my brother's a professional bodybuilder. So I was influenced by him. Oh, wow. And then I went to vegan because I'm super into health. My dad, my stepdad had cancer last year. I wanted to find a way to be cancer preventative and I wanted to support my family into being, being a healthy diet. That made me and my fiance more unhealthy. And actually, as I learned more and more about health and dug deeper, found out that's, that's a really bad choice for a diet as well. Vegan. Vegan, yeah. And so what was crazy is I reached out to a doctor here locally who's kind of our just one of our local badass doctors. He's not your normal doctor. And he owns, he lo- owns a weight loss clinic. And I reached out to him thinking I was super healthy, you know, thinking I'm vegan, I work out all the time, I've got all my shit dialed in. And I, um, the, the day, like the week I reached out to him, I got my blood test results back. What was interesting is I reached out to him because I was going to ask him if he wanted to help me with a documentary about 30-day juice fasting. I wanted him to be my doctor on the film. And I was going to put my entire staff through a 30-day juice fast and document it and pretty much show how employers can take extraordinary care of their employees and go above and beyond and it's worth it because they give a lot back to you if you do it and you were going to provide juice for all your people and all that stuff yeah juice every day on me juice only no food so that that was the gig all right so what happened was i got my blood test back that week and i found out I was unhealthy, which is a total trip because I do I go above and beyond. And so, well, what test said you were unhealthy? I have high triglycerides and low HDL, which means I do not have a good a lot of good cholesterol. I'm not eating a lot of good fats, and it's all like a it's all a ratio. So my triglycerides were four times as high as my HDL, mm. which is a four X, which puts me into cardiovascular disease risk and heart attack risk. Wow. Okay, and I and I look super healthy. Like, like you would never think that. Um, so it was a, it was a shocker. And then I said, "All right, mine's open. I'm not stubborn. Show me the way." This doctor's freaking brilliant. He's dedicated his life to this, and uh, I love the guy. So now we are business partners in what is fast health. Oh, there you go. So nice segue. So <laughs> okay. So uh, so how many days are you gonna do it? Uh, done, I'm done after seven. So, so some, today's even, your last day. Today's my last day. We've got a party tonight. We're all going to get together and have our first meal. Now, originally yes. you were going to do like 18 days or something, right? I was going to do 10 oh, and okay. I was mainly just saying that cause I wanted to get people, I want to spark some interest. Oh, I, like, yeah. I like, I like the number 10 to be honest. Okay. <laughs> and so, all right. So, so now, you know, you came up with this brilliant idea, Fast Health. You think it's going to be a billion-dollar idea. Tell me about it. So our biggest problem that we have in the U.S. right now, hands down, and the only th- thing we know for sure with scientific evidence, like global warming and stuff, we still don't know what the hell that is. And people say they do, but they just don't. The science is conflicting all over the place. What we do know for sure is our health problems are tearing our country apart in many different ways because when people are unhealthy are that's the main reason why our health care is so freaking expensive there's no other causation behind our health care being expensive other than unhealthy people 
We have a 38% obesity rate, 10% of people have diabetes, 37% of people are pre-diabetic. I mean, it's, it's crazy, and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So you look at why that is, and it all boils down to one simple thing. It's what we eat and how we eat, meaning how we eat means how often we eat and what foods we put together. It's all screwed up. And what's funny is I talk to people. My, myself, about three and a half months ago, thought I knew everything about health. I used to coach people. I used to coach people to lose weight. Like I didn't do this for money. I did it because I was passionate about it. And I didn't know jack shit, and which is crazy is I didn't know jack shit, but I still knew way more than just about anyone in my life. So what does that mean they know? So this absolute lack of education has, and this terrible, terrible culture around food, which is get your fast food, processed food, make it easy, has absolutely made our entire country sick. And unfortunately, we are spreading it globally. Right. So I, I, I agree with all that, but let, let's stick to the business concept of it. Is, gotcha. Let's get you know, money. getting a, get, yeah, getting a, doing a seven day fast. There's nothing proprietary about not eating for seven days. How are you going to turn that into a billion dollars? So the bet, you know, one of my favorite sayings is the best way to make a billion dollars is help a billion people. And the majority of people are not doing much of anything in the space. One company is barely tipping into it. So it's not fasting isn't the moneymaker, right? I'm going to do that and spread that because it's the right thing to do, showing this protocol that essentially resets everything. The moneymakers are in many other different facets. For example, reversing diabetes with the proper and a lot of people still think you can't reverse diabetes or it's almost impossible, which is nonsense. My doctor literally reverses type 2 diabetes in less than 30 days. And the way you do that is through a fasting protocol. So a diabetic can't fast on their own. They need physician guidance. They need care. They need blood testing, etc. So you take the 10% of the economy that has diabetes and, you, and are paying about twelve to $1,500 a month in medication, and you reverse that terrible disease in 30 days, and now there's opportunity. And the government, here's... Dude, the- how do you control them, though, right? Because, you know, most people, most people need extreme accountability to change any sort of dietary habits, right? Like extreme accountability. The more accountability, yeah. the better, right? So it's hard enough to get somebody to, to stick with Weight Watchers beyond six months. How do you get somebody to fast that already eats like shit, right? Yeah. So they have addictions to carbs and sugars and processed stuff. I mean, like, what, what do you what do you lock them up in a room? I mean, that's got to be, you know, if insurance doesn't cover that, you know, how yeah. are you going to get money from locking people up to get them to fast? Yeah, insurance will cover it, definitely. First, we'll do private insurance. I'm in healthcare insurance, so I really understand the okay. game of healthcare Oh, there you go. Yep. Yep. I so don't know get- shit. Uh, we will get insurance right now doesn't cover it that's why you have to go private so the private companies that want to really watch their their bottom bottom line those ones you mean private private corporations you mean private corporations correct that 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 insure their employees themselves they have self they have their own insurance policies yes those and smaller carriers that are like they they offer partially self-insured solutions so they really care about their bottom line so unlike government has so much money they don't care 
But actually, the real, real opportunity, which I love us to get into, and there's so many opportunities in this space because no one's, this is the biggest problem we have, and there's barely anyone trying to fix it. It's just freaking crazy. So uh, Medicare, for example, is huge. That's government money. That's taxpayers' money. And Medicare is the biggest payer of diabetic everything, prevention and care. So you get Medicare to believe in this program instead of just injecting insulin and other medications, and you've got a big, big opportunity. I mean, you're talking $1,200 a month per head is what the savings are, so the opportunity is obviously less, but it's somewhere around there. And then there's the whole food industry. The whole food industry is completely screwed up. So we've invented a couple things. We have a couple products. The big, the big easy moneymaker, honestly, is the product space. So we've invented the first low-calorie bread, like true low-calorie, <laughs> no-bullshit bread. How many calories? So, I'm sorry, not low-calorie, low-carb. It's not low-calories. Low-calories is not the problem. It's, it's the carbs right. that's the problem. Uh, so so you already you started. already like did, did it like in a like in a, in your kitchen or something? So my doctor, who I'm a partner with, is Dr. Bond. His wife has become quite the chemist. She's a lawyer too. She's brilliant, and she has a baking company that's focused on this. And so she's she's designed the bread. Uh, we also have a drink that is a shot. So it's a it's a unique mixture that you take this shot before you eat. And it allows you to digest your nutrients better. It controls your insulin and your glucose. So essentially, you every time you eat, you don't get as fat because we're controlling your hormones by taking this little shot of liquid. So really badass stuff. And there's nothing on the market like that. This. That might be good. You know, weight loss is yeah. just massive. You know what I mean? Massive. People, massive. People, people might do different weight loss things, you know, 20, 30 times in their life, you know, if they yeah. struggle with weight. So that, yeah. yeah. Huge, my brother, man. my brother has a supplement company. He started a year and a half ago, and now he's making one point two million dollars a month. Uh, his supplements specialize in bodybuilding, and that's a niche market. And he's killing it, uh, but our market's even bigger, much bigger. That's awesome. What is he selling yeah. on Amazon? He has his own websites. He has a little bit on Amazon. It's called Enhanced Athlete. If you look, if anyone looks it up, it's my half brother. I love him to death. <laughs> But we are we are very different humans, so please please don't relate the two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man, that's awesome! All right, so um, okay, cool. So let's see, man, we got sidetracked, but there, that was some really really good stuff. Uh, other question I have for you: I want you to tell me about this. You know, six months you spent in Mexico, right? A lot of people say, you know, like your mom or whatever, say, you know, Ryan. Ryan had a mental breakdown or, or was it just like, I mean, were you, what happened? Did you, did you take, were you still working? Did you take a cell phone? Like what'd you do and so what'd you discover? My, one of my favorite sayings that got developed from leaving there, I had a lot of them to get me through it, but one of them was haters going to hate. And it sounds pretty ridiculous, but I had so many haters really not understanding why I would ever do something like that. Because here I had this life, right? I had the mansion, the cars, the business. Everyone's like seeking this out. And it's it, I, what, I, what I boiled it down to, because it happened with so many people. How old were you? I was 27. Okay. So, shit, you were still really young. Right? Yeah. So they, they took it a couple different ways. One, one of them was like, how, how dare you? think that you can just break away from life and the, just the normal tune of things and you know and just just be so unconventional 
And it just made people kind of uncomfortable for a, a, probably a multitude of reasons. But that uncomfortable became a tax. But it is what it is. Haters going to hate. Um, but the six months were phenomenal. It honestly created such a balance in me. I used to grind it out and think like this tier of making all this money was going to be what really mattered. And being in Mexico, I went on a super slim budget. I got down to, for me, it was $3,000 a month, which you can live pretty decent. I lived right on the ocean in the penthouse, but it was $3,000 a month. <laughs> you just rented, and, rented somebody's penthouse? Yeah, I did. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so three grand a month, I lived, I lived lot, a lot smaller than I did before. I bought like an off-road vehicle for 10 grand, got rid of my Maserati, like made all these life changes. And... I absolutely loved it. And what I realized was the money is not the thing. And the biggest takeaway is for me, and I don't know if this is for everyone, I've got to be doing something that I care, that I think is important. Like I've got to wake up in the morning and not just be like, this is important because it puts money in my bank and blah, blah, blah. That's not enough. It's got to be really important. And so Fast Health, right now I've got seven people, literally in two weeks, Pat, I have transformed their lives. They will never, ever be the same. We have to do a GoBundance Fast Health. Yeah, buddy. You know I'm what I mean? To, try, to get to like, try. try to get like 40 guys on it at once. Hell yes. Maybe start get... with three days, Ryan. I mean, <laughs> but I don't know. It's your program. But, Dude, uh, it gets easier after three days. Day one, two, and three are hard, and then, it's, then you feel amazing. Day four, you're like, whoa, I do, wish do, I was. So do you good. know why you feel amazing? And, and you're, are you allowed to take vitamins and minerals or no? You can. I didn't because you don't need them. If you're going to go on like a 20, 30, or 40-day fast, which you, which, which you can. I know it sounds crazy, huh? Uh, like magnesium, zinc, and potassium, some really simple vitamins. Um, but I mean, how no, do you curb I, your appetite? It goes away. So just just in almost two sentences of what's happening is your bot. We are made to fast, right? The, one of the reasons why we're so sick is we're eating all the time. We're always in feast mode. Hmm. Our bodies were designed. You know, we we evolved of how many, what however many years that was. And we're made to fast. And so when we fast, our body is smart. It's crazy that people think our bodies are so dumb. Like, we're going to die. Everyone thinks I'm going to die. Like, if you go five days, you're going to die. Literally, everyone says that. But our body's designed to go into fasting mode. And all it does is it shifts to using glucose and glycogen. And it says, we're going to burn your fat. And we're going to keep burning your fat because you have it. That's what it's for, fat storage. Like when a bear hibernates or a penguin and all these other species. And then just eat your fat. And you're fine. Your fat gives you everything you need. Almost everything. Unless you start going really long. One guy fasted for 200 and, oh no, sorry, 382 days. Really? Yeah. That was the, that's the, that's the world And then record. he died on 384 days? No, he died on a day 100, but he just kept fasting while he was in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, okay, so, so. So you, your body just starts eating the fat, fat away, and, and obviously you're not drinking any caffeine. Caffeine you know. is fine. Caffeine actually supports fat burning. So no, you don't, it's just pure coffee, but I have two coffees a day to try to maximize my, my, uh, my Okay, fat. so you're allowed to drink coffee. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Coffee. Tea. All right, so you can have coffee and tea, which are derivatives of water, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you don't get hungry, and you don't get lightheaded. Nope. You don't get sleepy. 
Nope. Nothing. Nothing. But I will say this. The, the, the least healthy you are, like we have someone doing this who's been obese for 23 years and has a food addiction. She has been, she missed three days of work. She hasn't been able to get out of bed practically. And today she's going to, my doctor also owns urgent care centers. And so today she's going to the urgent care center to get checked out because she feels very, very sick. So if you're really, pardon my friends, if you're really fucked up, you are gonna, your your body is going to react. Yeah, and I guarantee the doctor's going to say you need to eat. I mean, so, what, you know, at a, especially at an urgent care center, you know. Yeah, well, she's going to <laughs> our doctor. That is the one who does fasting. Oh, your partner? Okay. Yeah. So the in reality, it sounds like it's going to sound crazy. The reality is, she needs to fast longer. <laughs> he'll, probably, he'll probably, yeah, he'll probably hook her up to some IV, give her some, you know, yeah. saline, he'll, whatever, yeah. Yeah, her body's just reacting to not having food because she's been so addicted, and she's just messed up. Her hormones are messed up. Her metabolism's messed up, and it's yeah. The sicker you are, the the harder it is. All right. So, how old are you now? Thirty. Okay. So this whole insurance business is only a couple years old, right? You started it when you got back from uh, Puerto Vallarta. No, I had it running when I was gone, but my partner was running it by himself. So okay. it's been around. So you it's start- been- Okay. Four years, I've been involved heavily for about a year. All right. All right. So what's your life happiness index? I have a seven down here. And the interesting thing is when I wrote this out last, I, I said not doing enough passionate work and I need a like-minded community. And since then, fast health has taken off. And I'm absolutely, I can say with certainty that I'm at, for my life, I'm at my ten. And because I fixed that one thing, um, I'm in my passion, passion zone, zone baby, and it feels really good. So your whole thing is ten, or just your work is ten? Well, so I, I, it was the it was the thing that was pulling me down. My life, my personal life, is amazing. I mean, I got I have awesome friends, amazing fiance, money's. I've got no money issues. I'm just taking big risks because I can. So yeah, I mean, the real the real thing that like. The last GoBundance event, the real thing I was digging into is, man, I just got to find, I want to wait, I want to wake up and want to go to work. And I, I kind of lost that, which hmm. works important to me. So that's a shitty feeling. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. All right. So let's talk about, you know, and I know traveling around the world is going to be one of these. Um, so like what, ty- what sort of bucket list items are you going to do? Or what sort of future greatest hits are you going to complete uh, in this six-month adventure that you're going to take in the next 12 months? So we are going to shoot a documentary while we're traveling in the world, which allows us to meet up with just like-minded badasses that are in this space, which is there's not a lot of people. That's why you got to travel around the world. In this space of, of actually making people happy, or sorry, not happy, <laughs> making people healthy. So reversing a lot of the, the issues that we've created with our health. So I'm going to go to fasting retreats. I'm going to go to fasting centers. I'm going to go to people that are kind of pioneering in the world of ketosis diets. So all, the, all, all my future people, I'm going to go see them. I'm going to go hang out with them. I'm going to interview them. Uh, we're building out a documentary for this. And you could write uh, the whole thing off. I mean. Everything. What my do you think it's going to cost? Maybe 100 grand? My whole life's a write-off. I budget like, I think if I if I go big, we're probably looking at 
15 to 20 grand a month, but I also know how to travel super cheap if I want to. So if you want to, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So you, you're going to do that. And what, wh- how many countries are you going to hit? Our original plan was a new country every two weeks, which would be 12. But because it's more businessy, I'm going to also, I got to still design it more around the business. What's cool is my super hot, amazing fiance is just bought all the camera equipment in the world and is becoming a videographer and putting through tons of courses. So she's going to be my beautiful fiance and my videographer, which is a freaking dream come true, which I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> That's awesome. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right. So let's go back a little bit. So, you know, every country music rock and roll star has greatest hits in their life. And they create a greatest hits album. If you were to create a greatest hits album today on Ryan's life, what, what five hits would be on it? Greatest hits. So th- this is just, so if I look back through my life, like the top, top moments. Right. Yep. Most profound moments, most, you know, whatever pops out in your mind, you know, that that 30 seconds before you die, where your life flashes through your eyes, five movies, five movie clips flash through your eyes in 30 seconds, six seconds Uh, each. What are they? Okay, so Italy, Rio Maggiore, uh, my fiance's dream place. She had a bunch of pictures of it. I surprised her, took her there, went on her little rock, the rock that she had pictures of, and got down on one knee and asked her to marry me. And that was the best day of my life, uh, definitely. So that's 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 top greatest hits. It's not one moment, but honestly, right now, these last seven days of not eating food and watching people's lives transform, just completely transform, kind of by my hand and my work and my inspiration, is the most fulfilling. Thing ever like I don't even care about my fast seeing their tears and their, they're just just seeing like a better future for them has just lit me up so right now it's definitely a greatest hit um, leaving to Mexico and just leaving it all behind and not having any idea what that was going to turn out to be and in my mind thinking I was going to be a world traveler for the next 10 years but just having the that fearless action to just totally take off that's that's that one's kind of hard to beat too Building, building my first company from scratch and being in a 400-square-foot office with four people to then being 20 people in a beautiful office on the water. But that's that, that beginning moment, that was probably the most fun, uh, which is interesting because people think it's the most fun when, you're, when you got all the money. But it's most fun when you have that challenge ahead of you and every day you're seeing massive progress and you're challenging yourself. So I think I just did four or five. That's awesome. Okay. So you're a healthy guy, right? You're going to live to 100 or more. So you're 30 now. You got 70 years out, right? I need you to vision out 70 years. What are five greatest hits in your future? One of my big motivations has been um, vision board style that I connect with is I want a Tahoe cabin right on the water, Tahoe Mansion, sorry, right on the water for my 40th birthday. I want a ton of people there that I've completely changed their lives and just filled up with kind of like their testimonials or how, how I've been able to have, a, have an effect on them, which is crazy because I just just literally, next week I'll be putting an offer on a Tahoe house on the water. for That's $3 million. 
And I only that only came across my desk from sheer luck from this weird situation that I'm in. So I've been setting my dream on that 40 40 year goal, and I actually might get it at 30. I'm hopefully putting an offer on next week. So that's that's kind of a trip. But regardless, the cabin I get now or in the future, that 40th birthday, um, I want to travel for at least a month every year with my kids. I just I love this show called The Bucket List Family. If I could just travel with the, with my kids and show them the world and, and make their life simple but big at a young age, uh, that would just be incredible. That's wait, um, Let me stop you there. The Bucket List yeah. Family? Bucket List Can Family, I get it on yeah. Netflix? They're on YouTube. Uh, oh, it's a YouTube I, thing? I warn you, they've become kind of lame because they've just kind of gotten tired of being – they've got huge on YouTube. But if you go back to the beginning – of the Buckless family and just watch the beginning episodes, episode one through like 20. Unbelievable what they did. Homies sold this company, took off, and they travel the world. They're in a new country every week, and they're just they're living big with kids. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll check that out for sure. All right. Yeah. What else? You got three more. Uh, I see myself being one of the many people who's going to revolutionize uh, the way we look at health and we take care of ourselves, the way we eat the way we educate our kids in the school system, how we make nutrition a priority. I really do. I see myself just b- making a huge dent on the planet. So speaking, writing, supporting as many people as I can to help in the mission. So um, however big that can go, I'm going to keep pushing it. So let's call it the Tony Robbins of health. That's going to be a big one. I'm confident I can get there. All right. Two more, dude. I would like to, because I'm, I'm, I'm super cheap, uh, that's why living a simple life's easy for me, and I would like to just break out of my cheap-ass ways <laughs> and walk into a McLaren dealership and tell them exactly how I want my McLaren. Uh, well, not, how not much is a McLaren? Because I'm cheap, I like the cheaper one. You say you're cheap, but you used to drive a Maserati, and, and you're talking about buying a $3 million house tomorrow. So the Maserati was salvaged, and <laughs> I stole, I practically stole it from the guy. Okay. My, my $3 million cabin, I've convinced someone to go 50-50 partners with me. They're all equity, and I'm all leverage, so I'll have $0 into it. Because of how? Because you're going to sign a note for it? So we're going to co-sign on a note, but and I'm going to pay the mortgage, but he's going to be the one that has the $1.5 million in it. So he's going to put up cat, the cash for it, and he'll own 50% for said cash. You're yeah. going to borrow your one5 Yeah. So you'll, you'll have a $1.5 million asset with a $1.5 million liability on it, right? I'm going to have a... Yeah, correct. I'll be fully leveraged out, but I've also, I'm also kind of working a deal where... I get to rent it on VRBO and Airbnb in in such a way that I will cash flow. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you, and so, you get to keep the profits or you split the profits? I keep the profits. Okay. Well, that's cool. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. All right. <laughs> I, wait, I wait till I'm 40. All right, cool. Yeah, well, that's... Man, so I'm yeah. cheap, brother. You see that? I'm cheap. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Well, listen, um, you ready to spin uh, the GoBundance question wheel? Let's do it. Ryan, what drama can you disengage with? What the hell does that mean? 
What drama in your life? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Oh. <laughs> what drama? Like, what, what drama do you have in your life that uh, you're holding on to emotionally and in being involved in, whether mentally or outwardly, whether outwardly, inwardly, or both, that you can put an end to? You know, what grudge are you carrying? What... What bullshit is going on that you're that you're you're getting sucked into and you shouldn't be? The biggest thing that I have to repeat to myself and kind of struggle with is I feel like so I've got probably fifteen people that owe me money, and it's my fault for giving them the money, but I've been quick to trigger just to say here you need it, take it, pay me back when you can or whatever, and so fifteen out of fifteen aren't paying me. I'm about to literally have to foreclose on two houses. <laughs> I'm okay. about to foreclose on two houses. So the grudge that I'm holding on to is, is not as being mad at them for it, but I really I'm trying to remind myself that it's my fault. It's me. It's not them. Yeah, that's a good answer. I, I had the same issue. You know, I've, I've, I've had about five loans go bad that were personal. Some of them, one guy, I, I, he's been married twice. I've been a, a groomsman in both weddings. Mm-hmm. Borrowed seventy grand, paid back about twelve, owes me like fifty eight thousand, and I haven't heard from him in five years. You know, and I just I see him on Facebook farting around in Mexico and places and whatever. It's like, hey, you know, but you know what? I've dropped it. You know, I you know I, I'm not attached to it. And you're yeah. lucky though. You're lucky that you have a lien on uh, with two of these loans, right? Are there second mortgages? Yeah, those ones I do. <laughs> yeah that was well, great well yeah i mean that's yeah. you're lucky i mean if you yeah. you were smart enough to do that at least right what say that again i said you were smart enough to do that at least so it wasn't like you frivolously gave that away you know what i mean it wasn't like yeah thanks for the thanks for the support but that's that's two out of 15 <laughs> <laughs> okay well the rest who knows yeah the yeah. rest you just let go you know if it comes back to you in the universe because they feel guilty one day or you know they yeah. want to make amends or or what have you then then it, it'd be let it be a gift but other than that you just got to let it go and forget about it i know i have i've I didn't even yeah. file judgments. I just was like, whatever. One girl actually, last year, it's funny, uh, I loaned her money like seven years ago, maybe 10 years ago. It was only two grand. And um, so I got a letter in the, in the mail from her. And I thought that, and it was asking for some information for it. And I thought, oh, yeah, look, she's doing the right thing. So I found her on Facebook and I, and I said, Nicole, I was like, I'm so glad you finally started decided to do the right thing and honor your obligations, you know, eight, year, eight years after the fact. Exactly. Yeah, she was <laughs> filing for bankruptcy. She goes, oh, no, Pat, you misunderstand. I'm filing for bankruptcy and I have to list yeah. all my debts. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I've, well, I've, I've been on the other, <laughs> other side of that filing bankruptcy for people. That's why That's why I know what's going on. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, Ryan, man, this, this has been awesome, dude. Um, I really appreciate you being so candid and coming on here. You've got some incredibly inspirational stories. I think you have, I think your story about going up to Mexico, you know, the way you called it fearless, whatever that was, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's the epitome of fearless where you just drop everything, I think, and say, I'm going to do something that uh, the haters are, are, are against me on. I love that, man. I mean, that really yeah. is fearless and certainly traveling around the, the world with the fasting thing. I think that's massively fearless, but I do think you have 
a lot of potential there with creating a movement. I haven't seen a fasting movement, so yeah. uh, it certainly can be a movement as fat, sick, and nearly de- dead was, and stuff totally. like that for the juicing movement. So yeah, that'll be exciting to watch, dude. Thanks, brother. Glad you like it. I'm pretty stoked. All right, man. Well, listen, uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, best of luck to you, and I'll be seeing you at the next event. Hell yeah, you will. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. Good times. Grab life big. 